Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about True Detective Season 3 Episodes 1 and 2. The first one is called The Great War and Modern Memory and the second one is called Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye. So yeah, uh, I guess we could start spoiler free for these because they are... Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, because yeah. it's an anthology and it's a new story so you could just jump out of this season, there's no reason why you couldn't. And... Uh, you might wisely have skipped season two. <laughs> I only watched one episode and then thought, do you know what? Uh, I don't need this in my life. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> I saw the whole thing and it was dire. I, I would have sympathy, but you did it to yourself. Joe, you know what's so funny is that that was so long ago that it was before we started doing these reviews. <laughs> there's, there's no individual reviews for True Detective season two. <laughs> yeah. Which is really yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, so, so True Detective... Um, had a very popular first season, had a very unpopular second season, went on a long hiatus, never technically got cancelled, but just kind of was gestating for a long time. Um, it's the same creator still, although I remember news stories coming out that they had like other writers like helping them write the new season. Yeah, it was uh, the guy from Deadwood, right? Yeah, which makes sense because the worst part about seasons, uh, even one, which was the popular season, the worst part about it was still the writing because it was it was good because of the, the style, the direction, uh, the cast members, of course, in the lead roles, yeah. That was why it was good. Season two, the writing was passable. Yeah, it was still. I mean, the mystery was a bit convoluted. Like uh, there was certain parts of it that just kind of. The the mystery was the yeah. the dialogue was all right though. Sure, sure, but little. Well, it's quite say pretentious in places, but you know, a little showy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, season two dropped all the good elements, replaced them with bad, and kept the bad. Or if anything got got made the bad bad worse. That's what happened in season two. Season two was dire. It was garbage. Um, <laughs> so apologies for, for the bluntness, but it sucked. Yeah, I know there's a handful of defenders for season two out there for some reason. Yes, noble, brave warriors who who will stand in the face of reason uh, yeah. and defend True Detective season two. So it's weird coming out of season three because obviously it's in this place where no one really likes season two, apart from the aforementioned uh, uh, minority. Season three, you come to you get um, Hershel Ali in the lead role, and it's like, okay, right, we got a good cast member. Yeah, right, yeah, definitely. That, he's good, he's a fantastic actor. No good, getting around that. Good lead actor. We we hear it set over three decades, and we're like, okay, so that maybe makes me think of season one a bit more because you had the interviews sort of set up where it was like the two timelines. This just adds an extra layer onto it where there's a third one. And. Yeah, other than that, I didn't really know anything about it. We saw the trailer, but I don't. I don't think I really. If I knew anything about what the case was, I'd forgotten it before I watched. I don't this. think we did because I think after season two, we didn't care enough to look. <laughs> that's that's the the, genuinely that that was how I felt. I was like, sure, I'll check it out, but I'm not. I'm not excited for it in any way. Yeah. Also, I'm just noticing the director of this first episode. Yeah, uh, and the second one. So it's the same director. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy Solnier, who did Blue Ruin and Green Room, um, directed the first two episodes. That's cool. Did he do all all eight? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either, you, you, you can check. I can check. Yeah. Hold on. I'm 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 inquiring to this because I actually. Because obviously, oh, the, the first season was all done by one director. I don't know if yeah. the second. I'm looking was. at six and eight. Yeah. No. Uh, six yeah. is different, and then I presume eight will. Yeah, because obviously these are essentially a double pilot for all intents and purposes. 
yeah. it, it's not uncommon to get a guest director, you know, there, a bit of a bigger name for these. The reason why I checked Six Andy is because I thought even if he's he may come back for the finale, so I wanted to check one in the middle as well. Yeah. Um. So so no, but Jeremy Slinger, good director. Um. The the plot of the show, you know, keeping this spoiler free, just giving you a general outline is about a pair of children, a brother and sister, who go missing uh, in 1980, uh, which is where the, I'd say the bulk of the story takes place. And then there's some stuff in 1990 where stuff developed a bit again with the same character, the same detective, uh, uh, Mahershik Ali's character. And then you have a sort of, I think he said 2015 at one point. I think it was, yeah. was the, the newest timeline where he's a, an old man and he's kind of reflecting on everything. So that that's kind of your basic setup of the show. Uh, you've got other actors in there. You've got uh, Stephen Dorff as his partner in 1980. Uh, you've got Scott McNeary as the as the the father of the kids who goes missing. The the mother of the kids who goes missing. I I kept second guessing and thinking it was Dom from True Detective because she looks a lot like her. Um, it's not. I, I checked. <laughs> it never crossed my mind. There was just there was moments. There was certain like you know sentences she would say and her face would make this you know give this look and I'm like oh so Dom. And then there was all times I was like, no, nah, I don't think it is. But I was like, I, I was wondering if the blonde hair was throwing me because obviously she's she's ginger yeah. and, and yeah. Mr. Robot. Uh, but she looks similar, but not her. Um, so you get that. Uh, Ray Fisher cyborg from <laughs> from Justice yeah. League's in here. Um, and we got Carmen Ejogo as well as the kind of, that's a, uh, the, the main love interest for the for yes. detective. Uh, so uh, the detective's name Wayne. Um, he's our main character. And it's kind of about how big a deal this case is. And he's being questioned about it in 1990 uh, by other officers uh, because there's new information that's came to light. And then in present day, and I say present day, 2015, he's being questioned kind of willingly by a, a documentary crew who are doing like a TV show um, yeah. about the about the subject. So um, that's your basic setup. Uh, so I actually get to ask, even though it's season three, I get to ask this question. And it's actually kind of it because I did my live stream earlier today and I'd already watched the episodes and some people were asking me what I thought. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to tell you because I think for this show in particular, saying what I think of the, the new season is actually a spoiler for this review. <laughs> because, it is. It is. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, yeah, we like it. Same old, same old. Yeah, right. It's and actually season three. Yeah. It's, it's actually kind of curious because season two is so bad. I think there's some almost some anticipation behind what do people think of season three? Not as yeah. specifically, just in general. Uh, so, Connor, did you enjoy these first two episodes of True Detective season three? Uh, it's all right. I don't love it. Um, the, the I definitely like it more than season two. Oh, sure. Don't no, get me wrong. No but, question. Yeah. Uh, I definitely like it less than I did the first episode of season one. I wish I could remember how I felt about the first. Because I remember True Detective season one not really grabbing me until that one or at the end of like three or four. Okay. So I, I remember being into it from the start. I, I remember thinking it was a little bit plodding at first, but. Um, I, I think I, I have a kind of a different opinion of each episode here. I think episode one is a bit stronger. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think what I liked about episode one is that I felt like it It, it didn't make things too complicated. It made it, Obviously, you have the jumping timelines, but the actual case itself is very simple. Kids go missing. Here's all the people who might have seen them who are might or, or, or in, other, in other ways might have been implicated and in, in been involved in it. But it's very simple. Kids go missing, the reaction of the parents, reaction of detectives, the first kind of thing. And then, of course, as we talk about often with uh, pilots or first episodes, and this isn't a pilot per se, but it's, it's kind of functioning as one, Yeah. Um, is the hook at the end. There's some extra element that you didn't see coming that hooks it in. Which, admittedly, 
I did get a little bit skeptical when they first like showed something because I thought, is this just try to recapture something from season one? There was a, there was an element where I went, it feels like they're maybe just, you yeah. know. Do you know, I think is is maybe one of my biggest problems, which is not necessarily to say that it's bad, mm-hmm. is that it doesn't have any of the surrealism, or the, the and especially the the imagery that season one had that kind of set it apart from just being another crime show. Yeah, yeah. Like this here, it it feels competent, but it doesn't feel like it's something special apart from the pack, something different. Now Ali is definitely the best part of the show. He's, oh yeah, without doubt. He's, he's you know he's 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 acting up a storm. Um, there's elements that I mean there was a couple of moments in the first episode specifically where I felt like it was actually almost cheesy how they were handling something. Uh, there's, there's the scene where the kids are riding off on their bikes. Uh, yeah. they, they go past these teenagers in a car and it's in slow motion as they look like stare at the kids and the kids stare back at them, and it was it, it just it went on so long that it just felt silly because I'm like. Even if these, even if these teenagers are actually, you know, the killers or, or involved in some other yeah, way, yeah, it, it was one of those of like, hey, look, they saw them. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I bloody get it. Yeah, they were really staring at those because because everyone else it was fine. The, the, the you know the, the trash man they go past like that slowed down a little bit enough to notice them and like you know establish that he was seeing them, but it wasn't like, mm. you know, ridiculous. It was more extreme with the kids. Yeah. Um. So, 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 so there was there was that moment, and there was one or two other moments where it, just, it felt like it lingered on a serious look too long, where it felt like we are a serious show, we're doing a serious dramatic moment. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I, I like on there as a director from what I've seen. Mm. I don't think this is as strong as as Fukunaga's direction in the first season. No, nowhere near. No, um, but I, I do like this the more simple plot. I like that it's about the impact that it's had on him, um, personally and. It does have this feeling of spanning all this time, and you know, I think the 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 first episode does a good job in two ways of, because there's actually two hooks at the end. There's two interesting hooks at the end. Mm. Um, what one is in the eighties and one is in the nineties, and they're, they're both pretty decent hooks. Yeah, I see. For me, uh, most of it at the moment, the nineties feels kind of superfluous. Mm. Like I feel like I could be tell telling this story comfortably from twenty fifteen. And you know, back to you know, back to to the eighties, and go forward from there, and it feel, I don't know, I feel like it's it's a bit of a gimmick the way it's jumping to the nineties as the extra timeline. Um, I don't know, because I think the point is is that it died down for years and then came back in nineteen ninety ten years later. Yeah, I get that. I think for me, it takes away some of the mystery of what's happening in the 80s i'd rather just move through the 80s and then jump and then with him telling the story jump, jump ahead, ahead to the then. 90s um that's something that they, they could win you over with that as the show goes on they could they could they, but they, as i said right now that's how i'm feeling because there could be more things that kind of you know cause, justify cause what, it and make it worth it yeah because there's some stuff we learn in the 80s at the end of episode one that it neatly doesn't tell us about in the in the ninety section until it's revealed in the eighty section. Yeah. You know, it, 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 the writing's kind of neat in that sense, and how it's it's making sure it doesn't reveal things that obviously the later timeline knows about. You know, the characters yes, in the later timeline obviously know these details, but they do a neat job of not having it. You know, yeah. reveal anything too early or whatever. Um. So yeah, um, I liked episode one for, uh, pretty much. 
in a solid way. I didn't love it, but I, I thought it was solid. Um, yeah. Episode two, I thought was a little bit more plodding. I felt the pacing and the, the just the there wasn't as much plot really in episode two to keep it going. I agree. Um, it actually it felt like maybe I don't know if this is actually true, but it's the way it felt, it felt like it was splitting between the timelines more. I didn't get uh, it, it felt like it was less of the eighties, mm, no, uh, which is been... you know the the core focus. There was definitely more twenty fifteen in the second episode. Yeah. It, and that has its own kind of hook at the end, which isn't as effective, I don't think, as the first mm, No, first was episodes. not a fan of that. It, I mean, I get what it's doing in terms of the plot. and uh, I will Yeah, say, it, I, it came across as cheesy and cliche. Yeah, I did like the music that played out as it, as it went, though. It, it almost yeah. felt like Silent Hill music as it was, yeah, as it was going I, out. I can't be that. Some nice music. Um Because there's not a whole lot of music in this show, really. It's, it's, there's a lot of quiet. There's a lot of quiet. There scenes. is a lot of quiet, yeah. Uh, it's very much the style of the show. Um, so we'll give a spoiler warning. I just wanted to do this quick spoiler-free section to give you a sense of like how we felt. It's better than season two by quite a margin. Um, is it exciting, yeah. though? Is I don't it, know. Is it exciting? You know, are, are we determined to continue? Are we determined to find out the end of the mystery? Are we coming back next week for episode three? Because we actually considered, like, because we were we were speaking about this yesterday, is that we'll watch episode one, and if it was obvious by the end of episode one that we had no interest in watching more of it, we'd just call it there and just review the first episode. Um, but it wasn't actually like that. It was the episode one was pretty solid. It was like, okay, now we have to watch episode two. Yeah. And we watched episode two. Um, and I feel less clear at the end of episode two how much I want to watch the rest of it. Yeah, it's interesting because. I am away the week of the last episode. Of the finale, yes. And Which presents an interesting conundrum. Uh, do I review that final episode on my own, or does it wait a week before we can review it? Because Connor's yeah, not and, here. And I think if you follow our channel, you'll know we've just been doing our, our best of the year awards. Mm. It'll be interesting when we get to the end of this. Should we stick with this mm. throughout the whole season? And should we be feeling, you know, maybe maybe a bit more positive? Maybe we're feeling kind of how we are now. Who knows? You know, there's there's a few more episodes to go yet. Don't get me wrong. Um, but should it get to the end? Do I finish the season? Um, do I find the time to watch that on my own? If if you do a, a, a solo review, because I, I don't always. I think you do because it's one episode. I think the t- the tougher thing is when you miss a whole show. You miss a whole season. Yeah, that, that's worse. But it will be a very telling sign for me of the quality of maybe not if i watch it but how quickly i decide to watch it yeah um so i don't know i i don't know like i, I wouldn't say i'm excited but i'm also not dreading the thought of watching the next one because there's some shows that we, we you know we try and we, we try and force our way through a few episodes to see if it gets better and i actively start to dread the next one and yeah i'm I, not at that stage at least not yet yeah I, i'm not at that stage uh, with this like it, it's it's not that bad by any means but it, th- th- there's been times where we say yeah we'll do the next one and then it comes to a few days later and we go oh, well we'll watch the next one and we're like i don't want to yeah we, we, we regret seeing that <laughs> yeah we've come to regret that decision which is sometimes. probably why we're being more cautious here now yes we're being cautious yes um but it wasn't bad by any means. Like I like the, some of the mysteries interesting. Um, yeah. I I feel like with the stuff that it's going to delve into, you know, the thing that it reveals at the end of episode one, you know, it implies you know that it's not just a, a crazy dude who's come and killed them. Mm. Um, 
like that, that stuff's kind of interesting um even though i, I kind of wanted to roll my eyes a little bit when they first started hinting at it because it felt like oh season one had these extra elements so we're going to do some of those again you know and I think that's fine. I think the stuff you have to keep in True Detective, which I think was missing in season two, if I remember correctly, is the interview side of it. I I, I think the idea of looking at an old case later is maybe what I'd say is the concept of True Detective that makes it True uh, Detective. I would say it's that, and I think the the buddy cop partnership is an integral part. Sure, yeah, I can see that. Which is maybe a concern that that doesn't seem to be here in the the later in sections, right? Yeah, because I mean, sure, you've you've got like his partner, and he's he's a fairly prominent part right now, but he's not this the the co-star of the show, like by, by no means, no. Yeah. Um, you know, Ali's the star, and he is the sole star of the show. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard, hard to predict that, but yeah. So, full spoilers. We'll do full spoilers now for episodes one and two. Um. So. Yeah, so the thing that it hints at is that, and I, I like this whole thing. I, I like one of the themes that it's playing back is that both the cops and a lot of the guys that are they're interviewing and, sus- and the suspects, they're all people who were in Vietnam because it's at that time period where you know people who came back from Vietnam, you know, would be about this age. Not, I mean, yeah. obviously there's a, a wide range, but like a lot of them at this age would have been in Vietnam. And I, I wonder if one of the themes going on throughout the season is how, like what that did to a lot of people and and so for some people very, very extreme i mean hell in episode I, one at one point uh the partner talks about his buddy who like, ended up going to prison because he yeah you know, i think they get a bit too on the nose with this oh, sure. there's one point that I, I i think it is uh ali's character who says it in one of uh, maybe in 2015 mm. where he says oh yeah well, back then i split you know i split everything into two times before now and after yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah okay i get it um and I'm thinking like the idea that if there is some satanic cult thing going on, that it's you know people who are mm. affected by that, or unless it's younger people, which it could be, in which case it's like no, this is like another yeah. ripple effect of the time period or or whatever. Yeah, because um, because I I like the whole thing where he's tracking because you know Ali's character was a tracker in Vietnam, so he's like tracking in a way that other people yeah, can. Some- clunky exposition to tell us this oh absolutely yeah i think it was the start of the second episode where they're doing the the search you know they're all out in the line no it's the end of the first one it's before he finds the body oh, oh you're right it is and he's off on his own and the partner's talking to the, the sheriff whoever it is and he's like why is he off? and he just tells us the whole thing he's like yeah he was in now he was a tracker yada 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 i'm like really this is the best way to tell us this information that is quite interesting information but, I mean, come on. I, I, again, exposition was a big problem in the previous two seasons. Yeah. It really was. Um, but no, I liked him tracking because it, it did become just visual. It became him just looking on his own and tracking yeah. things. And he finds this creepy doll, this creepy like straw doll. It's almost like a Blair Witch-esque thing. And I thought, okay, I'm not necessarily hating the idea of this, but I rolled my eyes a little bit because I'm like, yo, because we had all the, the, the cult stuff in season one. And I was like... Which was a lot more interesting in terms of its imagery. Yeah, it was more interesting, but I think it was just forgetting the imagery. I think just the concept was more interesting because, oh, I've not seen a cop show do this. Not not in a big way where it's the whole season and it's the, the big story that revolves around this. Yeah. Whereas now we've, we've done it already and it's like, oh, you're trying to recapture season one. You're trying to recapture that. Yeah. And he finds the body and it's a, it's a fine scene. Um, and because it was actually, because it made me think there's a scene in the middle um, it was actually as soon as he found the doll, I thought of this scene earlier on where they're interviewing one of the high school kids, and he's got a Black Sabbath T-shirt on, 
and the you know the was it was the partner's name uh Roland. He he's like, hey, what's what's this shirt? And he like points at his shirt and he's like, oh, it's a band, and it's Ali who jumps in and says, oh, it's a you know it's a satanic gathering. It's their you know yeah you know church service essentially, um, and I didn't really see it as foreshadowing in the scene itself, but as soon as I saw the first doll, I went, okay, right, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I see exactly what you're doing, um. And it was fine, and then obviously the, the countered hook to that is in the nineties. Is that the fingerprint of the girl showed up in a in a store robbery, and you know clearly showing that she's still alive ten years later. And it's like, wait, did she get like indoct- indoctrinated by this cult or <laughs> whatever happened? Yeah, was she raised? You know, was she always part of the cult, and she lured her brother into this? <laughs> like, could have done. Well, I say always, not always, but you know, because we find out that was she we- already part yeah, of it. Yeah, a week before in Halloween, uh, there's evidence to suggest that she was given one of these these satanic dolls by someone. Um, conveniently in ghost sheets because it was Halloween. I mean, you get away with a lot of Halloween, don't you? Yeah, I'll give it a pass. pass. Um, so, uh, like, I mean, that stuff's interesting. I, I think the mystery itself is fine. Like, like yeah, you know, um, outside of a little bit of cynicism that it's maybe trying to recapture season one stuff. It, it is. I feel bad for constantly comparing it to season. If this was a fresh show, I don't know if I'd necessarily be more positive on it. In fact, maybe I'd be the opposite. Maybe I'm more lenient because I'm like, well, you know, you did knock it out of the park with at least one season. Um, it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit, maybe they're resting on the name and hoping that, that there's enough there for it to, you know, just residual people, uh, residual liking it. I don't think there's leniency, though. I feel like everyone who didn't like season two comes into this needing to be proven to. Like, we, yeah. we need to be... Pro- I think we come in going, all right, you have to impress us or we're just... We're gone. Yeah, and uh, I don't think this knocked it out of the park in terms of, okay, here's your statement of why why you should stick around, right? Uh, and, and why you should trust us. Here's the weird thing. If this had been season two, if this was the season two premiere episodes, this would have been like, oh, it's fine, yeah, it's not as solid as last season, but it's a decent enough start. We'll see where it goes. That, that'd that be the attitude. Probably. Um, But it's season three after season two. It's like, okay, well, you had to kind of come in and prove yourself. And I don't think you quite got to that point. You definitely seem a lot more competent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You know, by, by a large stretch. And you've got a good cast, a uh, great lead with a good supporting cast, and there's some interesting scenes. There's, there's you know, uh, one of the things they find in the first episode is there's a there's a peephole in the the the, the son's closet, uh, looking mm. into I think the mother's room, and or maybe it was his sister's room. I I actually couldn't tell. It was clearly a woman's yeah, dresser, but I I wasn't sure either. It didn't give us a clear shot. Like I, I thought it was the sister, but it felt like the dresser felt like more of a grown ups thing. Yeah. Um. But the reason why I think it was the sisters because we find out that the 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 wife's cousin was staying there in his room, and I assumed it was implying some sinister. Pedophile George, stuff. interesting about that. Yeah. Is I was the the way that they kept saying, oh, you know, the husband they started sleeping separately after the cousin came round. I was yeah. wondering, was it hitting us between the wife and the, and her cousin? Like, like genuinely, like the way that they kept, you know, kept going on about the the timeline of, of yeah. those events. Why would they need a peephole though if they were actually into something together? I don't know. Um, if if we're going down, the cousins are at it with each other, then fine. But like, yeah, I mean, hey, it worked for Game of Thrones. <laughs> but 
I assumed the people meant whoever he was watching was not aware or approved of what he was doing. No, it's just true, or at least at first, right? Sure. Um, but there's some insinuations. Um, and I, it's funny, it's almost because they find the Playboy magazines under the bed and they're like, ah, oh, it's normal for a kid, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, boy has I, age. I appreciate they kind of just shrug it off because yeah. you would, right? Um, but I almost felt like later on it was kind of because they bring it up in reference when they're, at, they're talking to the cousin in episode two. I almost felt they were saying, "Oh, you're a playboys, and you've got a peephole. That make you know, you must be the one behind the peephole because they're your playboys because you're the yeah, pervert." Yeah, which, which was really counterintuitive when when the scene when the when the playboys were first brought up, the cops like, "Hey, I ain't judging. I read them myself." Yeah, and I guess the argument is is that they're just using that as a lead-in to get to you know to go down that path to get them to that line of questioning. Yeah. Um, it just it felt like they were almost implying that he he was more likely to be the one who made the peephole because he had playboys when. As they themselves acknowledged, a twelve-year-old really normal that he's seeking out some playboys. Yeah. If if that there has, and if if they're not, even if he's as a grown man, whatever, like still normal. So yeah, it is. That, that was a little bit weird, but at least it's like okay, what's going on in the house? What, what, you know, what's what's the cousin up to? Um. Yeah. Also, the way the wife keeps like saying she needs a real man and things like that, and um, like maybe you're right. Maybe there is some sort of weird cousins thing going on here. Um, not that it's any less weird if it is the kid, but it's just the, if it's the kid, we're more focused on the pedophilia aspect of it rather than the yeah, yeah, definitely uh, the relations of it. Um, and you know, because these these cops aren't necessarily great characters. You you get a sense that you're sympathetic with 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 Ali's character, uh, Wayne, but yeah, and he's more likable in the the nineties than in in twenty fifteen. Yeah, he's definitely grown up, but he's clearly in a, a rough place in the eighties because he. You know, like him and his partner, they're drinking on the job. They're, they're they're hoping to avoid getting any cases. They're generally kind of shitty. They they grab a guy, a, a perp, and beat him up. Who who you know, he's a he's a registered sex offender. He's he's a pedophile, but they just they, because they can, just because they can. But they, but they even it's not even so much that I mean, not that I approve of police brutality, but it's not even so much that I actually have a problem with them doing that. It's more so much before so beforehand they're excited like, oh, we need to beat someone up. I I need to beat up a bad guy. Like the, the you know, yeah, it's not like they're getting caught up in the heat of the moment. Yeah, they actively go looking for it, right? Yeah, it's, it's to vent off steam. They actually you know they're enjoying yeah. doing it, and so that they, so that they're clearly messed up, and they're maybe not as messed up as other people who came back from Vietnam, but they're, they're both clearly in a in a, a rough place. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you get the impression that you know meeting his wife is kind of what turned him into a better man because because he meets her at the the school, uh, she's a teacher, yeah. and because uh, we hear him mention that he's got a wife in the future at one point, and then we you know we see them meet, and it's the way he's looking at her immediately, you're like okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not just because it's the actress who I know is like the the, the next lead in the show, yeah, but, but even if you don't know that, it, yeah. it confirms it pretty quickly anyway, yeah, because um, at one point I think he even says she was a great teacher. Uh, yeah, it does. Whereas yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that she was an actual teacher, teacher, but it's a you know. It's a no, neat do, do, do we not see a picture in the book? That's after. Was it? Yeah, that's after we meet her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but because he says she's a, she was a great writer, a great teacher, she's great at a lot of things. Um, well, it doesn't necessarily mean actual teacher in a school, but it but then works. you happen to meet a teacher. Yeah, and it's like well, there's your link. Yeah, there's your yeah. connection. Um, again, I, I thought the way he was staring at her as soon as he first sees her. Was a little bit too much. Cheesy, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't, yeah, cheesy. It was, yeah, because it wasn't like it was disturbing. It was just kind of like they were holding this look too long. Like, like he's noticed her, so he's like entranced by the beauty. Yeah, of... it, it it was that sort of cheesy thing that that is in in a different show or a movie is fine, 
but it is tonally inconsistent with what this is generally going for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're bonding. They, they, you know, they, they end up meeting up. It's implied she might have a boyfriend right now, but uh, they meet up a few times. Uh, she helps them with like spreading like the image of the the doll around the school, and then one of the kids has some information, which which leads to the Halloween intel about the yeah. the doll being given to her. And she she helps them talk to the kids because they're not doing a good job. And there's uh, although Ali does a little, you know, he, he does okay. Like you know, he tries to like talk about Star Wars and you know opens the yeah. kid up a little bit. Um, well, just because you have to remember, this was this would have been a couple of months after Empire came out. <laughs> yeah, is is this nineteen eighty itself? It's nineteen. It's nineteen eighty, and they said that Halloween was a week ago. So this is November nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a few months. I assume it came out the summer. I imagine it did. I would have assumed so. Um, I thought you were a Star Wars fan. You should maybe, know this. I mean, maybe it came out in May. I don't know. <laughs> I, that, I don't know. For movies, that's still summer. Right, it is. It is. I, I'm sorry, I don't know the exact date. Yeah, Star Wars fan, my ass. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, do you know what I'm noticing though about us talking about this is that I feel like we're not being that enthusiastic. We're we're just relieved that it's not as bad as it could have been. And we're still we're pointing out obviously things that we don't think quite works or a little nitpicks here or there or whatever. I, I think my biggest concern right now, in terms of our conversation. Mm is we're not going, oh, is it this, is it that? There's no theorizing. We're not We're not even, we're barely analyzing because it's very expositionary and just kind of telling us. We, the, the, you know, okay, mm. it's it's what they're telling us it is. Yeah, we're, we're not really digging into the, the drama of it all. I think one of the more interesting character beats is that in the future, 2015, uh, when the, 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 the filmmaker in episode two asks Wayne if he if he felt that he, his ideas or theories were ever debunked or ignored because of his race. Um, he says no, not particularly. And he, it's a very believable answer the way he says it. And he asks why are you asking that? And she says and she gives this really like snotty, like I've been studying this in university answer of, you know, you know, like t- taking his his race and anything he's went through and boiling it down to an essay title. And it, yeah. Because him and his son give each other this glance of like, what's she, you know, what, what's she well, doing? I think what's what is interesting though is he did feel that way. Oh, he did. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's interesting. Yeah. I, I think the most interesting character beat is that we then see in the eighties that he does he does get shot down. And I was thinking in the scene that this feels like he's being shot down because of this. And then it's later on with his partner where he flat out implies it to his partner like maybe you could have stepped in and backed me up because they yeah, listened to I, you. I, it felt like that, but I wasn't sure in the scene if he was maybe a little bit naive about it and didn't think that's why it was, right? Yeah, he maybe. just thought they were incompetent, maybe. But no, he... I mean, that scene with his part shows that he, he knows exactly what oh, was no, going on in that scene. Yeah. Um, to the point where and, he's like saying, hey, you should have came in and said something. Yeah, and it mentions in the... In, in 2015 that he's been forgetting things, um, which does make some of this story unreliable. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Because that- he, he says he's reading from the book... And from his wife's book, who wrote about this, this this case, yeah. and that's helping him remember things. Um, here's the thing, though: is all of it from the perspective of 2015, or is a lot of the story from the perspective of 1990? I think it's all from 15, him telling them about 90, and then that is okay. You know, it kind of goes back now. Uh, I say this because there's a you know there's a moment in uh, in 2015 where you know he he said no 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 that's enough for today. Yeah, but he says it in. I think it was the eighties, right? He, he, you know, we see the, yeah, the younger version f- say it, where it, it no, kind of it does that a few times. But here's the thing, though: 
I think this would be a good idea for them to do is play with the idea that he's unreliable because his memory's going. Because we see, because he's accused of his memory starting to go in nineteen ninety, but it seems to not be a big deal yet, right? It's, it's something that maybe he's been technically maybe diagnosed with something, but it's not like a huge issue yet. But in twenty fifteen, he, he he leaves himself tape recordings in the morning to tell him about his day, so he knows yeah. what's, what's happening. Um, but. It, at the same time, once he's once he's got up in the day, he does seem like he, he he's a bit out there at times, but he does seem to like handle himself well enough. He knows who he is, he knows who his family is, so on. And so yeah, on. we see him zoning out a bit in the in the nineties. It, it could be played as you know he's just thinking about the day. He's a bit stressed, right? Yeah. But knowing where it's going in twenty fifteen, it's more likely that it's a uh, you know an early symptom, right? The, the, the weird thing is though is that again in those scenes, I don't think it plays that way that well because it seems more like he's just concerned about the case because he's distraught about the new development no i i agree but i, I i'm assuming that there is that it's but, it's both but this is what i'm getting at though is this thing about his unreliable memory i think that's an interesting thing that they should do i'm not convinced they're going to i'm not convinced oh really okay because to me it didn't feel that they were doing that everything i'm seeing in the 80s it feels accurate no i i agree that it does i'm only questioning it because yeah. they they told me repeatedly that he was having memory problems so i'm questioning it just on, you know we've done we've done this enough times yeah. now to know that okay things can be unreliable but they don't actually give any hint in the filmmaking that it could be yeah I, I agree with that to the point where if they do pull that route i actually may criticize that the film because the only thing we have to go on is some of those transitions you know at one point the light goes out and then it cuts to 2015 and it's the it's the you know his key lights went out in the room mm. and that that's like a bit it plays purely as just transitional things, not as actual, does, yeah. you know, things that are slipping and in and out. There's no point they ever really question the story. There's no point where he's going, do you know what? I don't really remember. Let me think about it and, and come back to you. And the other thing is, is I, I don't necessarily know if I, I agree that everything's been told from 2015, especially since everything he's telling is, is being corroborated to some extent in 1990 by the other people because they've got the records. They're, t- you know, they're, okay. they're, they're talking about them and they're making them like confirm everything, essentially. Obviously, there's the joke early on where they ask him what he was doing that night. He's like, oh, we're working cases. And then it cuts to them sitting, drinking beer. It's the first time you see them in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, clearly, obviously, there's parts that he's not telling them about. Um, But, I mean, I think, you know, given that you're set up that he has memory loss issues, that would be an interesting thing to play with. It it should have been playing with it more already. Yeah. Um, Maybe the argument is is that this case, because of what it done to him and what it is in his life is that this is the one thing he's not forgotten about at all. Which would track if he didn't need to read the book to remember that. True, 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 true. Because that, that tells me already that, okay, it's not as clear as it could be. Even even if it's, once he's reading it, it's coming back to him, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, But it's not as clear as it could be. It's not perfect, is the point. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just, I didn't get anything in the filmmaking of the 1980s stuff that any of it was remotely unreliable. I, I agree. Um, I absolutely agree. Like I said, I'm only assuming yeah. that they were going to go down that route because of them telling me that in the, in the 2015, just in dialogue. There no, yeah. There's nothing in the direction, in the style, or even in any of the moments outside the transitions that actually feel like, like it's unreliable. Yeah, it, it, it's actually it's almost a lose-lose at this point because I feel like they should do something with it and I'd hope the style would be there. But if they do pull this now... It's like, okay, you told me in the dialogue that this is possible, but nothing in the actual story itself felt like it could be yeah. a lie or mistaken. To, to, or To compare it to another, you know, a show that you know was not too dissimilar a time, Mr. Robot, right? Mm. Very unreliable narrator, 
but it plays with that from the start so that when it turns out, okay, no, this was unreliable, you don't feel like you're being shafted because you understand from the start that things might not be how they seem. Do you know the thing is, it's not even a fair comparison because to make it even, at the start of Mr. Robot, someone would have to have absolutely outright said, hey, by the way, this might be unreliable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you kind of just get that through context in Mr. Robot. You you understand pretty quickly because of the way it's filmed, because of the, frankly, stunning stellar direction. They've basically told us that he's unreliable, perhaps, but nothing in the filmmaking tells me it is. So even though I agree that theoretically they've set it up, I don't actually feel it at all in the show. I agree. So I don't think they should now. Because it doesn't feel like it, I don't think they should. But also at the same time, now if they don't, I feel like what was the point in spending all the time telling us that he's you know, you know, being so forgetful and, you know, what are, what are we going to do with that instead? I assume it's character stuff. Um, you know, in in the future, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it is kind of a lose lose situation, isn't it? Because if they don't now, it's like, well, you missed something. There's probably you know a very interesting way to differentiate it from the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's unreliable in what he's saying. Um. Here's what I would do, because I, I don't actually believe that all the stories come from 2015. I would eventually have him contradict himself, like between 2015 and 1990. Okay. And that's how you show that things might not always matter, you know, like, and, yeah. that, and that would maybe work in this style where it's not actually been unreliable yet because we're getting most of the information from 1990. Okay. So then eventually when they do play something, it's like, okay, it's only unreliable from one of the time periods kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I assume that in 1990 he's going to go investigating himself again to try and find the, the dog. I, I think so, yeah. Which is which is why I feel like this is from 2015 telling the story because he's going to be telling that part as well, which is loops all the way back around to my feeling at the start of you know, this discussion where I said I think this should be more chronological. Have the 2015 as the framing and cut back to the 80s and then to the 90s. I don't feel like I assume he'll be back and telling them the story, though, in the 90s. It won't just be him doing other stuff. Uh, maybe, yeah. I have, we'll to ima- I have to imagine they're going back to that. I- see, see, if he never goes back to that table and never tells them anything else in the 90s, I'll agree with you. But right now, oh, I assume he's going back. And then that would justify why we have both, if something contradicts eventually. If there is a contradiction, yeah. And then that makes us go, oh, wait a minute. Um, yeah, that would be more interesting, definitely. Yeah. And I I wonder as well, like, if they play with this idea that because he's grown and he's become a better person maybe over the years, that, like, does he, does his lack of memory actually help him figure something out in a way? Because he'd think, he'll think about something differently that he wouldn't have done when he had all the facts in his head. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm spitballing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I can't, I can't dispute that. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. Um, do we want to watch more of it though? Do I want to? I guess the real question is, is it worth spending time on this every week instead of using that slot for other things like we it, know we here's, could be? Uh, uh, here's, a, here's a question. Yeah. If if we didn't do this show at all, right, forget time as a, as a factor. Sure. You watch these episodes just like you did with season one before, you know, I don't think you reviewed season one, did you, at all? We, we, well, we kind of did. But okay. It was... 
that was a different format at the time. I remember season two. I don't remember season one. But uh, let's just say you, you were watching this just of your own free time. You were like, hey, you know, I'm going to check out this show. Oh, no, Would you're right. You you're right. It was season more. two. I, didn't, I never reviewed season one. You're right. Yeah. So. I'm mixing seasons up. Let's if this was kind of just like, here's, here's a new season, here's a show. Would you come back next week? Maybe. <laughs> I, I oddly, I think it'd almost be more likely to come back if it was a new show because it would be more of an unproven. Quantity. No, 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 assume it was still this season three. I meant new season okay. rather than new show. But assume it was still right, like okay. the same situation. But we weren't doing any reviews. You, you, you don't do TV reviews. This is just you're a you're one of our listeners. <laughs> If I didn't if I didn't review things, would I come back for episode three after these two? Yeah, probably not. Right, it's a very telling answer, isn't it? <laughs> probably not. It's it's not terrible. It's not bad. It, 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 there's definitely things to like in there, but I think what you said earlier also holds true: is that we've not really been sitting theorizing about who the killer could be or what's really going on, because. I don't really care that much. Like, oh, I think wow. the mystery is okay. I, I like kind of what it's poking at, but I'm not intrigued or like going, oh, this is like a great mystery. This is like... The, no, there's the... definitely... We've covered other mysteries before where... Yeah. I, I mean, just look at Homecoming, uh, you know, from from Amazon last year. We did, you know, after the first two episodes, we were like, okay, I'm into the mystery now. Yeah, we, we went nuts on the mysteries and that and ended up in a much simpler show in the end. But... Like yeah, there's there's no desire for me to sit and like theorize on what's going on here, which is maybe a sign that we shouldn't cover any more of it because ultimately, how that... interesting is that gonna be? Yeah, yeah. We're, like either we're theorizing the things like that, we're talking about like the themes and what things mean, or we're talking about character progression and motivations. Yeah. I, like I said, I feel all the themes in this, the very surface level. I don't feel there's much depth here. Um. Any of the times where it feels like, okay, you know, the, the idea of uh, even the thing we, we really liked, you know, the, the idea of, okay, but the, it was an issue of race in terms of, you know, what the, with the, the other police, right? It's still very surface level. It's just, okay, it's there, right? It, well, yeah, it doesn't I, I never even do anything my, deeper I, with it. I never even finished my point on that, actually. Uh, like, because then I question, is it because he's forgetting that or is it because he is choosing not to to respond to that. He doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to bring that up and make that part of the story. Yeah, or, yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to throw his old colleagues under the bus. Um, I don't know if it's about them. I think I think it may just be about... He doesn't want that to colour the invest or the story of what she's doing. She doesn't want that to become the, the focus. He doesn't want it to seem like he's a, a jaded old man going, oh, I could have done better. Yeah, like... Um, it's, it's, I think it's interesting. His motivation for not just saying that and what that means for his character, but... Um, that 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 was honestly the only thing out of the two episodes that made me go, "This is a fascinating thing to think about with the character." Whereas you compare it to something like Better Call Saul, where we're, you know we're, we're talking about character motivations and and how what's going on in their heads, like on every, every scene almost. <laughs> yeah. Um. Whereas in this, I'm I'm not quite feeling the the, the pull to do that. So. Um, Nor am I. I. I guess you've talked me out of it. So. Um. I, yeah, which was not my intention, because if you'd been like, "Oh, I really want to watch more." I'd have kind of gone, eh, all right then. But do, 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 we do, don't have any enthusiasm for it, do we? 
Not really. Do you, do, you, do you know what the sad thing about this is? This, this is no matter what we're going to disappoint people here, right? Because if if we said, you know, if, if we if we're okay, if we're saying now we're, we're not doing it anymore, right? Inevitably, there's going to be some people who were like, oh no, we would have wanted you to review the whole thing. Um, and obviously, a lot of our audience are intelligent and and fair people, um, and would understand their reasons, right? But there's always that subset who get really annoyed and are really angry and, and want us to keep going. And it's like, it, with those people, it's a lose-lose because either they're angry we're not doing it at all or they're just going to be annoyed that every week we're just kind of, eh, about Yeah, it. We, we can be negative on a show consistently if we feel like there's things to add to that, constructively add to that discussion. Yeah. Um, Whereas my fear here is that we're not even going to be that negative. We're kind of going to be apathetic. Yes, apathy leads to bad discussion, and I don't think that actually serves anyone any good. And I, I think the thing for people who do get angry that we're not trying more of it is, if they if they love the show, and I'm not talking about the truth, I'm just thinking in general. But some other examples I've got in my head is they seem to think that oh, there'll be that episode, like you know, you get episode four because that's going to be the one that proves you wrong. That you're going to be like, no, no, I, the show was great all along, and this was the one that proved it. And don't get me wrong, there is a rare occasion where a show can flip your opinion and it can elevate itself, but it's not the common thing. <laughs> it's not yeah. that common. Um, it, it is the rare thing for that to happen. And it's excellent when it does. Yeah, and, and often, but, depending on when it falls in the season, I question if it was worth it. Like I, I know um, Game of Thrones, right? There was a season where I stopped watching because I, I came back late because they went past the books and I felt like I had to because otherwise people were going to ruin it for me. But... I stopped watching because it was just like, do you know what? This season isn't very good. I'm not enjoying mm. it that much. And then uh, I, I stopped at maybe episode three or four. And then it was like episode eight or nine. Everyone was going, but that episode's amazing. It's fantastic. You've got to watch it. You've got to get to that episode. And I, I just, I didn't bother at the time. Obviously, I went back later uh, when the when the next season was starting. I went and caught up. And I got to that episode. I went, yeah, it was a good episode. But it yeah. wasn't worth the previous eight. It wasn't good enough to lift up all of that. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's more often than not how I feel with, with that sort of scenario. Do you know, I've just noticed that my uh, my camera's a little bit in the the desaturated side for some reason right now. I never noticed that. I just noticed that they are compared to yours. Oddly, though, it means I'm more in tone with the show for this, this <laughs> episode. Because this was very much the colour scheme of the, 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 the show. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the first episode of True Detective season season three. Um, it's not bad. It's better than season two, but ultimately we're just not enthusiastic about it. Um, and I think that just leads to poor discussion. I I don't think you'll get anything out of this. I I think eventually we will get to that point where maybe we are dreading watching it, not because it's the worst thing ever, but just because it's a full hour long. It's taken a slot in a week where we could be doing other things. I would rather come to this, uh, you know, the, this conclusion now of, do you know what, we're just not going to do it, than, than be dreading it. It's not even about dreading it, but if we get four episodes in and then being like, I don't want to watch this anymore, but we're halfway through now, so do I feel obligated to try and finish it? And, and Whereas that, now... And that arguably pisses off people more because we've done. there's an expectation once you're halfway through that you should probably finish it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, I, we've I, had that before. I, I, we're going to call it... Um, and we'll 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 dive into you know other shows and we we can use that time for all things in the schedule um, that have maybe been neglected recently. Um, oh, we have plans. So... Do you know I think is is one of the most interesting things about this discussion and us mm-hmm. making that choice now is 
even before we start, you know, we started this spoiler discussion. We 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 brought up the idea of are we going to continue next week, and we kind of never got to an answer. And I don't think we knew an answer till after we had the discussion and kind of realized that we don't have that much to say overall. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, it may also be a sign we're just getting better at calling this. <laughs> it might experience yeah. of like shows and when do we drop them, when do we not? No, no, but I mean in the sense that like. Coming into this review, I wasn't really sure. Like, oh, do I want to watch it? Do I not? Um, but now that you know, we now we spoke about it. I've I've seen the the discussion that we've just had, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think we need to watch it. it, it our discussion has helped me come to that conclusion, which maybe we should pay attention to ourselves a bit more often. Hey, there we go. There you go. That's 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 our discussion about seasons three, uh, episodes one and two of True Detective. Um, clearly, I, I almost said something completely different there. But that's okay. Yeah, you did. Um, but no, so it is good. It is. It's good. It's, well, good's a strong word. It's fine. It's fine with some promising elements. Um, but ultimately, we're not that into it. So let us know what you thought of the, the premiere and the comments, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV and you can do that over there. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?